Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn David Furtis. Welcome to my show. Quinn David Furtis presents the Beantown Podcast for Friday, March 4th, 2022. What's happening? How are you? My name is Quinn and this is my show. I'm the creator, the telephone answerer, the beads wearer of this fine program. And uh, we are coming to you live on a Friday March 4th, the Oscars are in view. Those are, it's like the, I think it's three Sundays from this Sunday. So it's the 27th or maybe they're the 20th. I don't even remember. Um, the, uh, the the birthday podcast will be not next week, but the week after. That's always an exciting time. And um, last week was our Beantown Podcast 5th Annual Pledge Drive Telethon Fundraiser. We're going to be doing some thank yous. We'll be doing a recap of that. So lots happening. March is always a fun month, uh, although I, I will say it's my partner Rachel's least favorite month. Despite the fact that it's her father's birthday, it's my birthday, it's St. Patrick's Day, a day of giving and merriment. I mean, this March we had Ash Wednesday. That was just two days ago. What more could you ask for? I got to tell you, I, it was always weird for me in college because I worked for uh, university ministry. And so, you know, I, we always had like an Ash Wednesday service that I would, you know, be part of putting on and stuff. And it just naturally to kind of go with the flow, it always, you know, you get the ashes on uh, Ash Wednesday, right? It's like your favorite embrace song. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All the ashes are high on me When the saddle we are gone Life goes on It blew me away Fan, British fans will, will know But I would always You know, the Ash, Ash Wednesday was never a, Or at least the, 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 the practice of spreading ashes On your forehead in the shape of a cross Was... It's not really a cross. It's more of like the, you know, Switzerland flag, basically. It's more kind of equilateral if you're looking at it from any angle. But that was never a thing for me growing up. And so when I got to college, um, it was just kind of strange because, like, this, you know, this tradition wasn't something I associated with Protestantism. And I don't, you know, I'm not your religious expert. I just have a minor in religious studies. I still don't, you know, understand the full background or anything like that. I guess with some proper planning and foresight, we could have gotten a, you know, a professor of religious studies from Yale Divinity School on the show today. But it's getting kind of late there. It's 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 5.30 p.m. here, Central Time. Uh, I just finished work 10, 15 minutes ago, which is why I'm now coming to you live. Long day. Started uh, before 9 and finished after 5 on a Friday, no less. But so I'd always feel weird. You know, you get the ashes because you're just trying to, like, fit in, blend in, not make a scene. The same way how I was at a Catholic Mass last week and got, you know, communion, which I think is I think is illegal. I think the Catholics out there are going to come hunt me down now because I don't think you're allowed to do that. Uh, but I was like, hey, you know, this, you know, this bread looks mighty tasty. There was no wine, although the priest totally was drinking something. Um, you know, not not in a negative way or anything, but like he got he got some sips. I don't know if it was holy water or barefoot or what he what he got to have, but it wasn't for the masses, which was kind of disappointing. But yeah, so you get your ashes and you just be like walking around all day. And, you know, my instinct would be to like, hey, you know, let me wash these things off because I don't want to look like a, you know, Jesus freak out in the street handing tickets out for God. 
Um, there's a little Elton John quote for you on the stream today. But then you're like, well, if I wash them off and then my pastor sees me later in the day walking around the student center or the stew, as we called it back in the day, then it, you're, it's kind of like awkward. So I always just walked around until the end of the day. I'd be like working my other job, sitting at the desk, looking all ashy. But it is what it is. I do what I do for my love of the Lord. And more importantly, I do what I do for my paycheck. $10 an hour, baby. My name is Quinn, and this is my show. And I want to let you know that listener discretion is advised when you're listening to the Bean Town Podcast. Number one, we'll occasionally use some language. Number two, this podcast is objectively terrible. Uh, we got a, a whole smorgasbord of things we're getting into today, although I think I'm going to move around, uh, uh, you know, uh, between and amongst them and betwixt them fairly quickly. Um, one last week was super long. Uh, it was the Pledge Drive Telethon fundraiser, which we'll, uh, you know, definitely be talking about in a hot second here. Two, nothing that I'm going to be sharing is is terribly uh, pressing, but, you know, um, just, a, just a little check in here. And then three, I've, I've also been talking a lot today. Uh, there's been a, a, a death in the family memorial for that today which was very emotional so there's just like we're we're, we're gonna keep it low key i'm keeping my blood pressure low i got a drink here um and here i guess to start start off the show with this as a general psa do not drink the bud light seltzer eggnog flavor you heard me right it was a christmas uh mark big Saving Markdown special at the Target. Um, thankfully, I got the variety pack, and so there's only there were twelve seltzers in there for like seven bucks, the holiday pack. And I I went for the eggnog first because I just had to try it. And that well, we're one down, two to go. But what I want to do now is an audio re. This is this is cutting edge technology, never never before heard uh, nor seen. Uh, but mostly heard cutting edge, uh, you know, unlike anything, you know, the world has ever witnessed before. If you thought a quiet place was cool with the sound, wait till you wait till you hear this new segment we have here on the Bean Tom podcast, our audio reenactment. OK, so for today's audio reenactment, uh, this is going to be me reenacting. When I, 30 minutes ago, while I may or may not have been on a work call, um, sipping a uh, a Bud Light seltzer. And to clarify for the record, I was not on a work call. Um, so here, it, with never before heard footage, is Quinn Furness uh, sipping uh, Bud Light seltzer. So uh, eggnog flavor specifically, because I've had a Bud Light seltzer before. It's fine. And I'm having a second one right now, but it's not eggnog flavor. It's cranberry. Okay, here's the audio reenactment. Wow, that sure smells bad, but let me take a sip anyways. I added that part in for effect because it's hard to uh, come, come play, display, dispel smell over the, uh, over the airwaves. Rats. So for the first time ever, probably in your life, you've heard an audio reenactment. We've seen, you know, you, you can watch Drunk History, the show, and they do a whole, you know, narration and they get actors to re-portray it and all that sort of thing. But you, you, when's the last time you got an audio reenactment? So there you go. Bean Tom Podcast bringing to you cutting edge 
technology. Uh, before we get into the Pledge Drive t- uh, Telethon fundraiser here and doing some thank yous and talking about those uh, certificates of ownership uh, some of you have received this past uh, past couple of days, I wanted to touch in on two TV-related things very quickly. Two and a half, actually. Um, number one, the uh, Euphoria Season 2 finale was last Sunday night. And I know um, that's not really a thing on this show, but I did write a cool Beantown blog post about it. You're going to want to go beantownpodcast.com slash blog and uh, and check it out. Read our recap. Uh, you don't need to have seen any of the rest of the show or even this episode to you know, find the warmth, the joy, and the humor in it. Again, it's beantownpodcast.com slash blog. It's our re- re- euphoria. Shocking, epic c- con- conclusion finale recap of season two. So you're going to want to go read that. Um, the other two television things are related to Salt Lake City. So um, the the half was that Stuart Smith, a.k.a. Stu Chains, Jen Shaw's first assistant, was apparently supposed to be sentenced yesterday, but I haven't seen any news, so I don't know what's happening with that. Um, Jen Shaw's trial was moved back to July. You'll recall it was supposed to be in like two or three weeks here. It has been moved back to July, which I know is a big uh, disappointment for us bean heads or us or us salt salt heads uh, salt licks out there. So the other thing is that we never did a uh, a Real Housewives of Salt Lake City season two finale recap on this show, even though we we tried to do it a daily, or excuse me, a weekly a weekly recap. Basically, you didn't miss much. It was the last time you're ever going to see uh, Jenny on an episode. It was the last time you're ever going to see Mary Cosby on an episode. Um, I don't even really remember what happened. They're doing the reunions now. Part one was last week. Part two is this week, and I think there's a part three. I actually haven't seen part one of the reunion yet, yet because we were watching Euphoria last Sunday night, and so that went out um, due to popular vote, uh, unpopular vote, and um, so I haven't actually seen it yet, so I'm going to circle back. Maybe I'll just wait for all three to come out and then watch them back to back to back. That could be a good idea. Avoid some of those commercials, but basically the finale, there's always a big party in a finale, and so this was a, a Lisa Barlow was doing a... Um, you know, a Vita tequila sort of thing. And so everyone was there and I don't know. Meredith was as Xanaxed out as usual. Seth, her husband was wearing, it was an eighties theme. So Seth, her husband was wearing a Reagan Bush 84, uh, shirt. Um, Miriam Cosby and, uh, what's his face? Uh, the defense, uh, coach Shaw actually had like a, three-second kind of like normal touching conversation. It was one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen. And uh, Dewey was there, the guy who wants a sister wife, and Jenny threw a glass at Mary, and Jenny's super uh, aggressive and racist, and now she's been fired from the show. And uh, that was basically season two. It was pretty crazy because Jen Shaw getting arrested and then kind of being in that state for the second half of the season was like the C plot behind Meredith's dad dying and Miriam Cosby leading a church cult. It was, it was kind of a weird season. All in all, we didn't really get much from uh, Whitney or Heather this season, the cousins. They were just kind of there. Jenny, they tried to shoehorn the sister wife thing, but she's terrible. She's super racist. 
Jen Shah got arrested. That was good stuff. And then there was just this whole thing with like Meredith and Lisa basically misunderstanding what Meredith said. And it turned in, they tried to turn it into this. They didn't try. They turned it into this whole plot spanning episode upon episode. And it was uh, painful. So overall, I loved it. It was a great season. Looking forward to season three. Uh, so those are the TV things I wanted to check in on. Let's go to our uh, Bean Tom podcast Pledge Drive Telethon Fundraiser, and then maybe we'll read some ads, and then the second half of today's show, uh, we're going to feature a new segment called Man That Blows, and um, a, a read a, uh, a fan mail that I received. I don't get a lot of fan mail these days, um, probably because of you know firewalls and Russia and you know the system and stuff. So uh, I'm excited to read that one live on air. It's from an anonymous. They went by a screen name of some kind. Um, Arctic, what was it? Arctic Fox 77. Yeah. That's going to be, it's, it's kind of sexy. I skimmed it. I'm excited to read it live on the air. Uh, okay. Uh, so last week, last Friday, literally um, exactly a week ago right now, was our fifth annual Beantown Podcast Telethon Pledge Drive fundraiser. I want to thank everyone um, five times over for year five who called into the show, who donated to the show. Um, we're going to be closing that fundraiser up probably at some point this next week, although I've, I've heard that there's at least one or two more donations coming in um, from some other people who've had some other stuff going on right now. Um, so currently we've raised $260. As a reminder, uh, I match every donation dollar for dollar to a local charity. This year it's the United Way of Metro Chicago. So while you all are covering the operating costs of this show, namely unlimited SoundCloud hosting, uh, WordPress, things like the Beantown blog, funding that, um, I am uh, paying it forward, Haley Joel Osment style, to local charities um, dollar for dollar, which is really exciting. So uh, thanks, everyone, for, for donating. If you did donate, as promised, you should have this week received from Beantown Podcast uh, at Yahoo.com. Again, that's Beantown mean Podcast at Yahoo.com. If you didn't receive an email from us, uh, I think it was yesterday or the day before, Check your spam folder, uh, you know, contact your internet service provider, see if there's any way to get it back. Just try. Uh, but you would, you should have received your official Beantown Podcast Year 5 Certificate of Ownership, which is very exciting. Uh, we mentioned that this is a community program, uh, you know, and this is uh, funded and, and run and put on by you all the beanheads out there. Hashtag friends of the podcast, like a Quaker school or something. And so this year I really wanted to kick it up a notch. And if you donated to the show, um, you received a, a Bean Tom podcast certificate of ownership uh, signed by yours truly. It's got our logo on it. It's got you know fun fonts. It's got everything you, you could want from a certificate. So let me, uh, yeah, in case you're wondering, the recording cut out. So two hours later, I'm back. No, it was like four seconds. Uh, but I was, I was about to say that I'm going to, it was, I, I said like, I spelled something and I'm going to spell it again and try to do an audio reenactment for you. But it was a hard word to spell, which made me think of Wordle, which I'll mention in one second. I'm going to read through the list of names. Thank everyone. Uh, it's going to be for anonymity purposes. That's what I spelled. First names only, anonymity, A-N-O-N-Y-M-I-T-Y. just blazed through it the second time. First time, it took me like 45 seconds to spell. Uh, but two Ys in one word reminded me of Wordle. 
today. If you haven't done it, I won't spoil it for you. It does not have two Ys in it, but it does have a double letter, and it was brutal. Rachel, being the world queen she is, got it on three. Meanwhile, alms for the poor over here, getting it on six. It was one of those where, like, oftentimes when I do Wordle, it's my one focus, and I'm laser-focused, and it's, you know, in, like, the morning, and I'm working on my coffee, and it's just, like, that's that's what's happening in my life at that moment. Today, and this is all on me, but today was one of those days. It's kind of the same way when I watch Jeopardy. Sometimes I'm laser-focused, and not to say I do a good job, but it's just, like, I can comprehend every clue that's coming in as it's coming in. And then there are other days where I'm just, like, it's on in the background, which is kind of pointless with Jeopardy, although it's a comforting thing for me. So with Wordle today, I was I don't really recall what else I was doing, but I was just, like, not laser-focused. And so you're still trying to guess, but in your mind, it's just, like, the gears, the wheels aren't really turning. And that was today on Wordle. Um, so you can always email us, Beantown Podcast, Yahoo! Coming is Beantown, Beantown uh, Podcast at Yahoo.com, I guess. And let us know, you know, hey, Wordle today was tough. Or, hey, Quinn, I got it on first guess. You stink. You know, whatever you want to write, you know, I, it's fine. Um, so let's go ahead and thank these donors. And uh, again, if you donated, you should have received a certificate of auth- uh, of ownership. If you have not donated yet, donated yet, there's still time. I typically close it out at the end of February, but uh, there's really no reason not to keep it going um, for at least another week or so, and see if we can't can't uh, you know raise any more money for charity here. Okay, so down the line, from oldest to newest, not by age in terms of when you donated. Excuse me, Steve. Guys, definitely don't know who that is. Uh, Rachel, there's no chance. To, this is the most anonymous thing I've ever done. Kathy, I bet most people actually don't know who that is. Um, Jack, Abigail, those those are those are stumpers. D- a double stumper. Uh, Joaquin, definitely we've never talked with or about Joaquin on this show before. That one's out of left field. Aaron, uh, oh wait, I skipped someone. Walton Kelly, gosh, who could that be? Uh, I'll even give you the the, the last initial uh, or the, the the initial of the last name just for a little clue. It's an F, uh, Mr. F. Uh, Aaron, uh, who's definitely uh, has, has has or has not been on the show before. Um, Margaret, aka Marge. Okay, there's a little clue for you, a nickname, uh, and Sally who also may or may not have been on the show before. If you donated, um, you absolutely should have a certificate of ownership in your spam folder, your trash folder, your um, you know likely malware folder, whatever it is. Check it. Just click on it. I promise it's going to be okay. I did receive some malware today uh, in the form of a Facebook message from... Uh, Someone who's actually related to um, one of the people who donated uh, today. So that's as far as I'm going to go because I don't want to. I don't. I recognize the immense power and responsibility that I that this platform has bestowed upon me, and I'm not here to cancel people. I'm not here to crush dreams, to you know cause people to lose business. That's this is a this is a love. This is this show is a love affair. Guys, it's it's a love affair with 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 Quinn and with an audio orgasmic experience. And that's what you get from the Bean Tom podcast. Let's pull up our ad reads here. It's a Friday. It's let's, you know, guys, let's just let's take a pause. Let's let our hair down. 
we're going to come back to hair in one second here with our good friends Cuts by Q. But let's just grab your Bud Light eggnog, Bud Light seltzer eggnog, let your hair down, girl, put your records on, and let's just enjoy the ads. Home Pride, Oregon, are you tired? God knows we're tired of selling your house for less than a quarter of what it's worth, all because you couldn't find a reliable home inspector in time. Well, Oregon listeners, listen up because I got good news for you. Improvised. Home Pride Inspection Services in Bend, Oregon is Central Oregon's hottest new home inspection provider. With inspection services, including things like heating and cooling, roofing, plumbing, and so much more. Home Pride Oregon is both contractor certified and home inspection certified, so you know you're getting the good stuff. If you're tired of big real estate's wrangle hold on the home inspection market and you want a safe, certified home inspector that you can trust, you have to call Steve at 541-410-0316, or you can visit homeprideoregon.com. Again, that's 541-410-0316, or you can visit homeprideoregon.com. Home Pride Oregon inspection perfection. You know, thinking of ads today thought me of, uh, thought me, that's not a phrase, reminded me, there is always something there to remind me. Ba, 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 ba. Who sings that song? Um, always some, someone, something, naked eyes. That's one of those classic 80s hits where I'm just like, it's one of the most recognizable songs for me personally. Oh, it's written in the 60s. Dionne Warwick recorded originally in 1963, charted in, uh, first charted for Lou Johnson in 1964. Naked Eyes, that's got to be the the one, right? 1983. This song has a rich history. but I was doing I was doing a uh, a software test um, job number three, and I uh, for privacy purposes I'm not you know at liberty to give too many details. But essentially, here's a warning shot for you folks because there is a major social media platform out there that you know and love, and um, they are considering introducing promoted ads in. What is basically, you know, like a, a, a comments or a replies type of section, just like not like, oh, so and so wrote this, but literally just like, OK, there is one, you know, someone wrote this and then the next thing down is just an ad for this. And then the next thing down is someone wrote this and the next thing down is an ad for that. And it's just like, what? Get out of here. I, you know, they're probably going to give me a bad rating or something because I was like, this isn't cool. I don't like this idea. It stinks. It's terrible. Smells smells bad. Smells real bad. Worse than my breath after, uh, I don't know, a lot of things. Morning coffee. Um, afternoon coffee. Morning cappuccino. That was today. Had my signature large cappuccino and Asiago bagel this morning from Cafe Dico. Not an official sponsor of this program, but I would love it if they would. Oh, uh, speaking of sponsorships, and we're going to come back and finish our ad reads here. Um, This was a a long time ago that it originally happened, but I I think Walt and I talked about it last week live on air. I don't recall. Uh, You you know Governor Rod Blagojevich, uh, close friend of the show. 
he has a podcast or he had a podcast. So his most recent episode came out in like September of 2021. So lightning rod with governor Rob Blagojevich is what it's called. We had, I had reached out to the show when it was originally announced being like, Hey, yo, Quinn David furnace here coming to you live and no response. And, uh, I figured, Hey, maybe, maybe Rod ran out of funding. Maybe he's just depressed. I haven't seen him uh, or heard from him in a long time. And, um, I reached back out to the show to see if they want to come on. So, uh, no response yet. I have a feeling that the email or message or whatever I reached out to is not being actively checked, if you will. Unlike me, if I played hockey, I would be getting actively checked right and left, boarded like a middle school kid from Beijing trying to go to college in the U.S. Or um, one of those abandoned houses from The Wire Season 3, boarded up. All right. Let's hear from our good good friends. Um, yeah, we'll try to get governor rod on as soon as possible to push his show lightning rod which apparently unlike some programs you're familiar with doesn't put out an episode every week hmm uh shout out to the samson q2u series oh man it's it pulled double duty last week first time in a long time and you know that it gets you crisp clean and clear audio quality from point a to point b whatever that means um you know xyz it handled the um I handled the karaoke to start the show last week with great aplomb, I think is an appropriate use of that word. I don't know. I don't even know how to spell it. A-P-L-O-M-B. It's not a word. It's a silly word if it is a word. Why? Okay, Wordle, if you're listening, don't get any ideas. A-P-L-O-M-B. It's six letters. We're safe. Save that for extreme Wordle. It's a great idea last week on the Beantown podcast. That'd be a hell of a word. That would be tough because in this, I think a loft was a wordle word like two weeks ago. And Rachel at the end was like, yeah, I didn't really know that was a word. Not to disparage her in any way um, because it's not an often used word. And I knew it was a word because it's like, okay, I've heard that before. But I don't think I've ever typed a loft in an email. Certainly not to a student. That's that's When I'm typing to my students, it's more like, hey, yo, what's up? QDF here. Uh, you catch Euphoria last night. Vibes. Right, girl? Chill. XO, XO, XO. QDF in the his house. Um, send. So, when God speaks, he uses the Samson. Uh, our good friends cuts by Q. Bob and Weave, we all know the hairstyle and we all love it. But how many Chicago-based independent barbers can actually give it to you the way you deserve enter cuts by q it's a little like understand man but a little different cuts by q has been independently owned and operated since 1995 and it's probably one of the better barbershop operations serving chicago cook county northwest indiana and the greater chicagoland area from beehives to bangs full hawks to flat tops and everything in between you have to call cuts by q at 815-298-7200 or just email cuts by q at yahoo.com again that's cuts q e Excuse me. Q U T Z by by Q right at yahoo.com. Okay, here we go. Sing it with us to finish the ad reads here. We're bringing us home. Oh, when you 
need a fresh do something snappy and nudes call the experts at cuts by q nice good singing everyone i'm proud of you week in week out golden pipes you got the moves Okay, uh, let's go ahead and uh, get into uh, half two, the second half, as they might call it, in a sporting event of the Bean Town Podcast. And like most second halves here, it'll be a little bit shorter. Um, already, I'm getting close. To, I'm 90 seconds from the 30-minute mark. That's that's a comfortable spot for me. That's for, about where I wanted to be a little bit longer than that. We're cruising at altitude. Um, as I get another sip here, this is cranberry flavor, but Bud Light Seltzer. This one is, um, perfectly inoffensive. Like if you gave me a white claw of any variety, which I feel like is kind of the gold standard of seltzers. Um, and that's what I tasted. I would just be like, okay, yeah, whatever. But the eggnog, the worst thing with the eggnog the 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 flavor was just kind of like the most vanilla actually actually like vanilla kind of flavor of all time but the smell if you ever had like the cheap like marshmallow vodka or any sort of like sugar free vodka or something there's some sort of like artificial synthetic vanilla smell that they've been able to cultivate in some of those russian labs over there and uh, that's what it smells like it's real bad like, I think I would like that smell if I was three years old and addicted to sugar. And otherwise, it's uh, it's it's just pretty rancid. So uh, this is a new segment here on the Beantown Podcast called uh, Man That Blows. And I know what you're thinking. Hey, is, is he saying, like, boy, that really stinks? Or is, is Man That Blows some sort of, like, pirate or naval terminology we don't know about like man that blows like there she blows um and the answer is it was intended to be like a boy that stinks kind of thing but pirates are pretty cool too so i'm really accepting either one if you want to join the conversation you can tweet the show at beantown cast i'm personally at white buns with a z email us beantown podcast yahoo.com uh the website is beantownpodcast.com uh, my uh, Instagram is at q.queen.d. There's a lot of different ways to get in touch with us. I've got like 17 fake email addresses too for free trials. And uh, uh, that one time when I was in high school, true story, um, when uh, Papa John's did their uh, coin flip Super Bowl promotion, the whole thing was literally just... Um, Enter your email, choose whether you think the opening coin toss is going to be heads or tails, and if you're right, you get a free coupon for a free large two-topping pizza. It was that straightforward. That was it. One per person. But here's the thing. They don't know that savvy folks like myself, we just keep pumping out emails. I literally made... You know, I, I don't know if I made 10 emails, if I made eight and used two ones that I had already, whatever. I entered 10 times with 10 different emails. And um, I at, at between the time of entry and the time of all the pizzas being gone, I, I had five pizzas. I think I've got like two or three of them. I brought them to swim practice one time. If you're ever wondering what you should not eat immediately before swimming 5,000 yards, it's half a large 
pepperoni and sausage pizza with the boys. But that didn't stop me because I did it anyways. I wish they'd bring that back. Also, when I was like a freshman in high school, there was some sort of golden Oreo promotion. I think when they first introduced golden Oreos. And it was literally like put in your email address and we'll mail you a pass. Ship you literally... I think, I don't remember. I think they physically shipped it to our mailbox. It wasn't even like a coupon. I was like, no, we're going to send you some Oreos in the mail. I did that three times. I remember showing up to school, opening up my backpack with a sleeve of golden Oreos. I was a king for that short 30-second window. But this segment is called uh, Man That Blows. And we workshopped a couple different um, titles. Um primarily things that involve swear words, but I figured, hey, this is a family-friendly show. So uh, you can join the conversation with, um, you know, anything you want to add to this. I'm going to certainly be sharing some things, and I hope you will too. So first off, man, that blows um, to, to just get kind of the more straightforward ones out of the way, cancer, Russia, um, vacuum cleaners that don't do a good job of Vacuuming, that could also fall under our man that sucks segment, or man that doesn't suck segment. My college girlfriend, aforementioned vacuum cleaners. Whoa, that's too much. The uh, keen listeners will have picked up on the joke. For those who want a more straightforward explanation, my college girlfriend could also be on our segment. Man that dry humps. Um, other things that blow, uh, man, that blows, um, St. Patrick's day, the crowds trying to get around that's next Saturday in Chicago. And, um, I'm trying to like, you know, going to try to like meet up with friends, but then also my, my coworker who's new to Chicago is actually coming into the office on Saturday to give a tour, which is a damn shame. But I told her like, Hey, let's, uh, you know, you've never done St. Patrick's day in Chicago before. Like let's. Let's meet up after. Let's hang out. But I'm already dreading, like, trying to go from my apartment to my office on St. Patrick's Day. You have to, like, go through all the crowds and stuff. So I think I I still want to do it. I love St. Patty's Day. I haven't had a proper celebration in a couple years. But uh, Rachel will be out of town. So looking, I'm looking to party. Kind of a party animal. A fiend. F-I-E-N-D. Uh, other things that blow. Um, it, me to my candle last night as I was going to bed. It's a little bit more wholesome. Uh, I don't know. What else blows, guys? What's really been uh, shimmying your chaps lately? Uh, I will, uh, I'll say um, uh, my pants ripped. I don't know when they ripped, but I noticed the rip uh, Thursday, yesterday. It was it was one of those, uh, it, so it wasn't a rip where it's like down your butt crack. That's like a classic, oh my gosh, my pants ripped kind of thing. It was, But it was in the butt area. It was like right next to it. Here's the foresight. Here we could put this in a segment called, man, that's foresight. I had ordered the exact same pair of pants from TJ Maxx a week ago because it's my favorite pair of pants. And it arrived, it arrived, it arrived on like Tuesday and I noticed the rip in my pants on Thursday. So you know what I did? I got home last night. I threw away the pants and, uh, 
open up the new pants, put them in the closet, like, like no one even noticed. And that's the circle of life. These pants are the greatest thing of all time. They pass off as khakis. They're elastic waist. You don't have to worry about gaining 30 pounds or losing 30 pounds. No belts. I hate belts. Okay, let's put that in the category, man, that blows belts. Um, to finish the thing on the pants, though, my favorite pants. Back to belts. Here's the thing with belts. I think I'm wearing, I, I'm doing something wrong. Or I have been doing something wrong for the past 20, almost 27 years. Because with my belt whole situation, it's either, it's from one extreme to the other. I either wear a belt that is is loose enough to the point where it's either not holding up my pants or it's just kind of like, you know, it can like start to move around your your waist a little bit, not a lot, but just like a little bit as you're walking throughout the day. And it's not really like serving a purpose other than looking appearances basically. Or the flip side, you wear a belt that is like tight enough, not not like tight, but tight enough to serve its purpose that it's like staying in place slash holding your pants in place. Those, anything in that realm for me makes me so tight. Not necessarily sore. It's not like, oh my gosh, my hips or or my waist around where the belt is. That's so sore. Like that, that's a more alarming problem. My legs just get so tight when I wear a belt. Like I was working last Saturday from like, I was wearing the belt from 7.15 in the morning until, I don't know, 2.30 in the afternoon. So that's what, seven hours. And just by the time that was done, like my calves were so constricted. And I, I, I look, this isn't a, this isn't a, uh, I'm not, you know, first day on the job. Like I've been wearing belts for a long time and been, been aware of this. So I do the stretching. I stretch like hell, all that stuff. And it's just the, my least favorite experience. So I think I need to start investing in pants that, well, the majority of my pants that I wear, I don't need a belt, but it's just like they've got loops. So it kind of looks weird if you don't wear a belt. But I think I'm just going to be more bold in the future and just say, belts, man, that blows. Forget them. Slash look for more um, beltless, loopless pants, which I'm fairly certain uh, brother of the podcast, Jack Furnace, does a little bit of that. So looking into that uh, in the future, but just belts in general, like, man, that blows. It's not my thing. I, I I, there's nothing I hate worse than tight legs. Um, there are like there's like 46 things I hate worse, but you know top 46 that's that's pretty good. Um, man, that blows moving. Uh, I'm getting ready to to move here in under three months now, and uh, I'm at the just like scorched earth mental portion of moving um this place has not been my kind of place and on top of that there's a lot of stuff that i uh well maybe not a lot of stuff but i i did a lot of uh, downsizing when i moved last year because lot my apartment for the you know previous two years was a place where there was so much space that you could just have a lot of stuff i didn't necessarily use it all the time but i just had stuff and uh, so I, I i dumped a lot of that when I moved, which was good, but now even uh, we're taking, I think we're going to take it a step further. I mean, I'm just looking around the living room right now and a perfect example of this. There's a, there's been a big box in my bedroom. People who sleep over frequently will know this. Uh, 
and I've there's like stuff in there that just that's where I put the box when it, the day I moved in and it's still there. So I don't know how much of that stuff I need. Although I will say this, like I think there's a pie pan in there. Maybe I want to make a pie next year sometime. I think the biggest thing for me and this it's not even a huge thing, so I don't have a ton of them, but I think I think I'm finally ready to like let go of a lot of books. Like when I was reading Harry Potter, I was on the road physically. So it was it wasn't like you can go to the library or like get them from the library. I was literally like buying them online and ordering them to my hotel room. But I think I'm ready to like donate those. Or you know, just just, you know, a bunch of like novels or nonfiction stuff that I read and if it feels weird to throw away because like who's going to throw away a book but it's also like I know myself I'm almost 27 I've been you know kind of living this lifestyle for years now I'm not gonna open up this book one day and be like oh yeah I think I'll read this again it's just not who that's not what I do now I will say I'm gonna hold on to the majority of my um music books slash scores because every once in a while I do like to uh, just you know page through them do some sight reading but yeah there's definitely some things in here uh that don't need to make the trip and that's totally fine some some old shoes that i probably have worn once or or nuns since i got here like those can go i'm a pretty simple shoe guy you give me a good pair of sandals good pair of running shoes uh a good pair of walk-in slash everyday shoes and then um black and brown dress shoes that's what five pairs that's pretty much what i need and i've got like 12 right now boots i guess i used my boots twice i think this past winter and i i looking at them right now i have a pair of hiking shoes that i bought for my trip to hawaii because i was going to climb this volcano and um r.i.p uh, I want to finish up today's show with a love letter, uh, a fan mail, I guess, is more appropriate, uh, that I received at Podcast at uh, yahoo.com just this past week, I think in celebration of uh, the annual Telethon Pledge Drive fundraiser. And thank you. We always accept fan mail. It's a, uh, you know, it's a nice thing to see every once in a while. Haven't heard from Mr. Rock Chris in a while. Fans of the show will recognize the reference. So, let's see here. Um, the the email subject line, really one of those, you know, catches your attention right off the bat. It says, be my back rubbing partner, Quinn Furness, please. Dear Quinn Furness, I am your number one fan. That's high praise. The first time I saw you, I felt intoxicated. I could not believe a podcast could be so commanding and breathtaking. Oh, I like this already. Your role in... The fifth annual Pledge Drive Telethon was sexy and simply charming. I've created a collection of old vinyls. (laughs) Old vinyls. I don't have a record player, so don't send them to me. Uh, To remind me of you. My bedroom dresser is your shrine lined with trophies. What? My bedroom dresser is your shrine? This has got to be it. I'll take this opportunity to, you know, appropriately say hello to my friends in Pakistan. Um, you know, Nihau, et cetera, uh, Khyber Pass, Islamabad, Hyderabad, uh, Strongbad. Because uh, I'm guessing this came from Pakistan. 
because the, the English is getting wonky here. Again, my bedroom dresser is your shrine lined with trophies. I don't think that doesn't really make much sense to me. My ambition is to go to historic Beantown together. Buy, geez, buy a guy a plane ticket first and engage in some serious back rubbing. Okay, that's got to be a euphemism. That was that was in the uh, subject line. I'd make you creme brulee. Pa- okay, they don't have creme brulee in Pakistan, so I'm getting all sorts of mixed signals now. I don't think Rachel wrote this. This isn't her style. Then we'd watch the world burn until the sunset. <laughs> watch the world burn until the sunset. I don't. This is like the ending of uh, Rogue One. Yikes. Um, I'd love it if you could reply to me. Tomorrow would be best. I haven't done that yet. And this was more than one day ago. Oh, say you'll be. Oh, say. What is this? The, the national anthem? Oh, say you'll be my back rubbing partner, Gwen Furness, please. We already covered that. With your reply, please enclose some more old vinyls for my ever growing collection. I don't have any vinyls. Please, please reply, Arctic Fox 77. I don't know what the F that was. Um, it, I mean, hey, it's better than the, you know, marketing emails that I get to the Beantown inbox where they're like, did you know your SEO sucks? You could grow your, you know, listener engagement tenfold. And I'm just like, unsubscribe. But hey, that's something else. That's new. If that was Rock Chris, you know, April Fool's Day, you're still four weeks early. Looking forward to that plutonium mine in the hills of Pennsylvania. We were going to open. That's what I got for you guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Went a little longer than I wanted, but this was kind of a disjointed but chill experience. Here in year five of Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast. I hope you're having a good Friday. I hope the weather is nice where you are. Find your beach. Avoid, don't do the Bud Light eggnog seltzer. Even if it's on sale, it's bad. It's not worth it. And uh, that's about I got all I got. Let's get some outro music going. Folks, you know I'll be here next week to check in on you. So stay safe. Stay sane. I'll talk to you next time. Bye, everyone. Peace. <laughs>